0: steed on you, my God. And you will live and move and have all being. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to us, oh God. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds. Speak to our understanding. Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for a new day. Thank you for new mercies. Thank you, oh God. Lord, we continue to give you thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, yes, Lord. Have a sorrow whatever our shame Lord you able to do it again do it my God in the name of Jesus hallelujah yes Lord Jesus Savior pilot us pilot us through the storms of life guide us Lord lord in you we move we live we ever will be you are the mighty god lord you are the mighty god the mighty god even the lord has spoken speak lord speak to us in the name of jesus thank you lord hallelujah Jesus Christ, we come before you this morning, thanking you again one more time, for your great grace, your tender mercies, Lord, how you kept us, you kept us, O God, with our minds, stayed on you, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you led us, and yes, we walked through the valley of the shadow of death, but Lord, we feared no evil, because you are with us, your rod and your staff, they comfort us. Continue to lead us, Lord. Strengthen us. Remember all those who call upon your name in sincerity. Father, we pray for the president. Lord, we pray for the governors, the senators, the representatives, my God. <coughs> in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We pray for all those, Lord, who would lead the nation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, we continue to thank you. Remember, Lord, the first responders. Lord, in the name of Jesus, the armed forces, my God, those who are in affliction, tribulation, persecution, my God, all over the land, all over this earth. Father, we pray for the ministers who would minister to the different individuals. My God, let your word go forth, let your light shine forth in this darkness. In the name of Jesus Christ, open the eyes and the minds of mankind. Oh God, that we may see and know your good works. Father, we pray open the hearts to your word that men and women will be drawn to you in the name of Jesus uh, speak to us oh God speak to us in the name of Jesus oh God we give you thanks teach us to be faithful <coughs> loving and kind in the name of Jesus Christ oh father strengthen us. we pray wash me Oh God make me clean purge me Oh God remove every wicked way from me in the name of jesus christ prepare me O god to be your sanctuary pure and holy tried and true lord we thank you for all of these minister brown O god my wife in the name of jesus continue to build her up in her most holy faith to keep her praying in the holy ghost give her that determination that heart to continue the race with fear and trembling not to be distracted or sidetracked sidetrack, O oh God, but to pursue with one mind, with one vision. Remember, minister, O oh God, Dawkins, and uh, Dennis, uh, and Tengas, my God, Stevens, O oh God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we continue to pray for your people. Oh God, remember Sister Denise and Sister Andre, my daughter, oh God, Denise Harris and my sons, Lord. Oh, Andrew, Jermaine, and Terrell, their children, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you. Oh, hallelujah. My God, my God, oh, sanctify us. Sanctify us, we pray. In the name of Jesus, oh, hallelujah, have your will, God, as we look in your word, in the name of Jesus Christ we pray, amen and amen, thank you, Jesus, oh, yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus, oh, have your way, Lord your hallelujah, have your way, my God, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord. A pleasant good morning to you, you and you, Brother Brown here this morning, and one more time, it's good to be back in the presence of this holy nation, this royal priesthood, the presence of the Lord, his body, amen. It's good to be in the midst of you, that we might study together, that we might learn one from another in the name of Jesus Christ. Today is Thursday, July 30th, 2020, and this is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters program, and our topic today, The Mystery of Iniquity, Do It Already Work? Our topic today, The Mystery of Iniquity do it already work only he who now let it only he who now hindereth will endure until he be taken out of the way we're living in a day where we see everything things we've never seen before lawlessness iniquity fighting disrespect rude behavior crude actions we see iniquity abounding on every side iniquity was already working from the days when the Apostle Paul wrote this letter to the Thessalonians he said to them that the mystery of iniquity do it already work he was saying some of the things that would come in these perilous times were present from the time in which he lived But it was being hindered from being open, blown open by he who would hinder until he be taken out of the way. We see examples of that in Daniel chapter 6, verse 22. Daniel 6, verse 22 Daniel said, My God had sent his angel and had shut the lion's mouth. That they should not hurt me. For as much as before him innocence was found in me, and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Daniel, a man of God, was cast into the lion's den, and the lions were there. They had all their faculties, all their power, all their characteristics. Yes, they did. But God sent his angel who hindered the lions from hurting Daniel God had sent his angel and had shut the lion's mouths, that they have no earth for as much as before God innocence was found in Daniel and also before the king he did no earth so the mystery of iniquity do it already work in this world but the angels of God would hinder until they be taken out of the way. We see in Mark chapter 16 verse 18 speaking about us, the believer, it says they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So the Lord in a sense, so to speak, referencing Job, hath been an edge about us. He gave his angels charge over us to keep us, to protect us from earth, harm, and danger. We see in Revelation chapter 6, verse 6, similar words. John said, I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of Weed for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and wine. Just as God had sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth that they hurt not Daniel, even so had God given his word, his voice, his angel charge, saying, Hurt not the oil and the wine. In Revelation chapter 7, verse 3, we continue to see these same things. It says, same, hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. So God had set in place edges, protections, barriers around us by his word. He sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth. The iniquity of iniquity do it already work it's in the world the lion is there in the world the angels of destruction are in the world but god had sent his angel and given his word of protection peter was locked up in prison james was beheaded but god sent his angel of protection to deliver peter from the desires of Herod. In Revelation chapter 9 verse 4 it said, And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. So the mystery of iniquity doeth already work. But God had given his angels charge over us to keep us. In the name of Jesus Christ, His Word of protection. Satan would desire to do damage to Job, but God set a edge around him. The mystery of iniquity was there, but Job could not be touched except God had given the permission to do so. As we say before so say I now again if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received let him be a curse why? John in Revelation chapter 1 verse 9 said I John who also am your brother and companion in tribulation John the apostle he leaned on Jesus' breast wrote these words I John was from your brother and companion in tribulation tribulation begun in AD 70 at the destruction of the temple Titus destroyed the temple and as the Lord Jesus Christ said then shall be great tribulation such as was not from the beginning of the world neither ever shall be the tribulation began in AD 70 in Jerusalem when Titus destroyed the temple not one stone was left standing upon another so John wrote I John who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ so John in the tribulation for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ was exiled to the isle of Patmos. The mystery of iniquity do it already work. Only he who now let it, only he who now hinders or prevent it from openly destroying both trees and mankind, only he who now hinder it will hinder until he be taken out of the way. When that angel is removed then the way is open and we will see iniquity abound. We see, for example, in the Garden of Eden, after Adam and Eve had sinned, the Lord placed an angel in the garden to keep the way of the tree of life. Lest Adam and Eve would put forth their hand and also eat of the tree of life. So, God had sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth. So that no hurt is done to his people. The mystery of iniquity do it already work. Only he who now hindereth will hinder until he be taken out of the way. So beloved, we ought not to believe every spirit. But we must try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. We have where we see men and women preaching various doctrines, saying all kinds of things contrary to the word. But we must stand on the word, make full proof of the word, present the word, present the word, present the word of God. For God hath exalted his name, his word, above his name. God hath set his word above his name. So, beloved. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. you got to try the spirit. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. And you don't just, in a naive way, just believe everything everyone tells you. You must question, prove it. The scripture says, we must prove all things, (coughs) Excuse me and all fast to that which is good. So if you're gonna say anything you're gonna tell anything You must be prepared to prove it. You must be prepared to give examples of what you say You must prove everything and then all to that which is good because Many false prophets are going out into the world and you must try that spirit or else you'll be deceived and taken into captivity how do we do this? By the word of God. Colossians 3 verse 16 tells us, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. You got to know the word. You got to let the word abide in you. The word must be that lamp to your feet, that light to your path. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, teaching and admonishing one one another reciprocal learning in everything you do learning is reciprocal you learn even from the mistakes that you or others make you know you learn what not to do so we are teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in our hearts to the lord what is the curriculum psalms hymns spiritual songs beginning at Moses and all the prophets Jesus expounded the word unto his disciples the letters of the apostles we must abide steadfastly in the apostles doctrine so let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord Paul continues this epistle to the Thessalonians, we are now at chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Now, Paul wrote, Now we beseech you, brethren, now we beseech you, brethren, we beg you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. So here Paul was speaking about the appearing of Jesus Christ, the coming of Jesus Christ, the day of the Lord. He was telling them, don't be troubled, shaken, or moved, as being told that the day of Christ is at hand. He said, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now here Paul wrote to comfort and soul, strengthen, encourage, exhort the believers, the brethren, about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is confusion galore concerning the coming of Jesus Christ among those who will not study the word, will not believe the word, will not seek the Lord, will not take the time or make the effort to see what the word says about the coming of the Lord. They will go with hearsay. They will go with something that sounds appealing. They will go with something that delivers them from any kind of Trial, affliction, or tribulation, they want the easy way out. They want the fast food version. But the word says, We beseech you, brethren, talking about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being caught up together unto Him. This is what we're talking about being caught up. Some of them begin to use different names for their escapism, they make up words that's not in the scriptures for how they're going to escape. How are they going to escape the things that is coming upon the land? But the apostle said to us that we be not soon shaken in mind, but we steadfast in our minds, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. we speaking about being caught out. He's speaking about being called up together to meet the Lord in the air. As Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Don't be shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us that the day of Christ is at hand. It's not here. It's not here yet. He says, Do not allow any man to deceive you by any means deceiver is going to use different means even scriptures they will try to use to deceive you but paul says here is what the word is this is the word of the lord that shall that day shall not come except there are two occurrences there's a falling away first from the church and the man that man of sin be revealed the son of hell two things must occur a falling away from christ the love of many will wax cold parents turning against children children against parents mother-in-law against daughter-in-law fathers against children brethren everyone turning against one another and a falling away from the church takes place They will leave out of the house of God and they will turn to the things of the world. That man of sin also will be revealed. The son of perdition, the son of hell. So the two things, the falling away first and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So when a thing is revealed, it is seen, it is manifest, it is made known. So there will be a falling away. From the house of God, from the body of Christ, and the man of sin will be revealed to the whole world. He's described as one who opposes it and exalted himself above all that is called God. So he's self centered, elevates himself, promotes himself, he opposes it and exalted himself. Above all that is called God or that is worship. So he sets himself in a narcissistic way above everything else. So that he as God, seated in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Our bodies are the temple of God. So this man of sin, the son of perdition, will show himself as he stands there that he is God. He stand in the temple of God. Our bodies are the temple of God. And he'll be showing himself that he is God. Then Paul reminded the church. He said, remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things. These things were foretold. These things were told to you before. And here you're called to remembrance concerning the word of God. We are being asked. To remember, remember that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Paul says, now I'm going to give you more information. And now you know, now I'm going to tell you what withhold it, that he might be revealed in his time. So Paul is saying he's being restrained, he's being withheld, so that when the time of revelation comes, he might be revealed in his time. Paul says, For the mystery of iniquity do it already work. The mystery of iniquity. The things that men and women do contrary to the word of God. Contrary to righteousness. Contrary to holiness. Corruption. Deceit. Manipulations. Backslidings. warmongerings, Corruption. The mystery of iniquity do it already work. It was already working even from the time of Paul and before even up to this day, the mystery of iniquity do it already work. Then Paul said, only he who now endureth will endure until he be taken out of the way. So just as in the garden of Eden, God had set a cherubim to guard the way of the tree of life, he had so set one to hinder the man of sin from being revealed. In Daniel, he had sent an angel to shut the lion's mouth. But the mystery of iniquity do it already work. Look around you. Let's look around us. Let's see what we see going on. Let's listen to the news. Let's look at our tablets, our phones, and see the things that we see happening. We see the mystery of iniquity working. Only he who now let it, only he who now restrain will continue to restrain until he be taken out of the way. We see in Revelation where the word of God was uttered, "Er, not the earth, nor the trees, nor any green thing, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their forage. The restraint is in place until the servants of God are sealed with the Holy Ghost. Until the people of God are sealed with the Holy Ghost, That iniquity will not be unleashed in this world hurt not the earth nor the trees nor any green thing until we have sealed it was commanded them that they should not hurt the earth nor the grass nor any green thing until the servants of God were sealed in their foreheads Revelation chapter 3 Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servant of our God in their foreheads. So the word of God was placed as a restraint. He sent his angel to hinder the iniquity from being unleashed upon the land. Hurt not the earth, nor the trees, until we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead for the mystery of iniquity do it already work but there's that endurance that angel protecting the believers protecting the body of believers until he be taken out of the way and then shall that wicked be revealed when the angel of the Lord is taken out of the way that wicked will be revealed for the whole world to see whom the Lord shall consume whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, with his word, whom the Lord shall consume and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. That wicked spirit, the son of perdition, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. So what you're going to see, what you're going to hear is the son of perdition coming with miraculous events. Wonders, signs, powers, even him, that wicked, will be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, consume with his word, and shall destroy with the brightness of his presence. Even him who's coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. You have a bunch of people running around the church. They love signs and they love wonders and all that kind of stuff. They're going to be deceived why because they're looking for signs and wonders and miracles and power and the man of sin will come His coming is after the working of satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish many will be deceived because of their unrighteousness lack of holiness greed covetous Without natural affection, they will gravitate to the son of perdition whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Why? Because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. They don't want to go through. They don't want to be purified. They don't want to be made pure. Tribulation worketh patience. And patience experience and experience hope and the trial of our faith we ought not to think strange concerning the fiery trial that shall try us but they will be deceived with all deceivableness of unrighteousness because they are meant to perish because they receive not the love of the truth have you ever had people around you and people in your circle that would reject the truth They don't want to be saved. You tell them, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And they, I'm not ready yet. I'm too young. or They give you all kinds of reasons why they don't want to accept Jesus Christ. But they are deceived because of unrighteousness, because of iniquity, and they will perish. Because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. The Bible says, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. One of the things that we see today in our world is that the word of God, truth, cometh into the world to individual and individuals and men will reject the truth and believe a lie. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. They'll be deluded. Their minds will be captivated. By the things that they see, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. We see the vast majority in this world believing a lie. We see the vast majority not taking the time to say, let me go to the Bible. Let me just take time off and go to the Bible for myself and see what thus saith the Lord. So for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. But listen to this. But had pleasure in unrighteousness. They will be damned because they believe not the truth. They chose not to believe the truth. They chose not to study the word. But they were lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. We see where we just came out of a shutdown. God gave the whole world, God gave the whole world time to search in scripture. What did you do with the time that God gave you? What did you do? The word says that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. They are lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions, That they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Baseball shut down. Basketball shut down. Football, soccer, you name it, every industry shut down. God said, I'm going to give you time. Time to repent. Time to look into my word. Time to look and see what is the truth. But men and women murmured, they complained, they carried on, and they rejected the offer that God gave to them. But the word says, that they all might be damned, who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. The word then tells us, but we are bound to give thanks always to God for you. We are bound. We are bound to give thanks always to God for you brethren beloved of the lord because god had from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and believe of the truth for whom he did foreknew then he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son and whom he did predestinate then he also called whom he called them he justified whom he justified them he also will glorify we are bound to give thanks always to god for you brethren beloved of the lord for god had from the beginning chosen you to salvation when did god choose you to salvation from the beginning beloved listen read the scriptures take the time you did not choose the lord you have not chosen me he said I have chosen you from the beginning to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Whom he did for you, them he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you. Brethren beloved of the Lord, because God had from the beginning chosen you. You were chosen from the beginning, beloved. Don't be deceived. Don't be misled. Don't be corrupted in your pure minds. God chose you from the beginning to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. You cannot come to God unless he drew you. Unless God drew you, you can't come to him. You were chosen from the beginning and he predestined you. He called you, He justified you, and He will glorify you. You were chosen to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto He called you by our gospel. He chose by the foolishness of preaching to save those that would believe. Whereunto He called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So God called you. Whom He called, He also justified. And will glorify. Therefore, brethren, therefore, my beloved, stand fast and all the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle, stand in the word of God. Stand in the word of God. Therefore, brethren, don't be misled by letters, words, spirits writings these things are meant to take you away from scripture so therefore brethren stand fast you're gonna know it in your spirit you will know in your spirit what the truth is so stand fast you will no matter what the world tell you no matter what men say you will know the spirit bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of god You're going to know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. The captain of our salvation was made perfect through suffering. And if we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. But a lot of people want Jesus to bear the cross alone and they go free. A lot of people want Jesus to bear the cross alone and they go free. They don't want any trials. They don't want any sufferings. They don't want any tribulation. But Jesus said, If you will come after me, you got to deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. Get ready for your crucifixion. But a lot of people don't want to crucify the flesh, they don't want to present their bodies as a living sacrifice, they don't want to be holy. And acceptable unto the Lord so they make up all kind of excuses reasons and they come up with all kind of arguments why they can continue doing the things that they do and live the way that they live and just make it into heaven as a, as a precious one as a call appointed and anointed Without taking up the cross. The Bible says that the captain of our salvation was made perfect through suffering. you got to suffer with him. He said if you suffer with him, you shall also reign with him. No cross, no crown. No suffering, no glory. If you suffer with him. You shall also reign with him. Oh, we're going to just get out of here before everything else happens. We're going to be just caught away. And we're going to leave everything. And we're going to just go. And God is going to... The Lord said, if you suffer with him, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone. And there is one for me. There's a cross for me. I must bear my cross i must endure i must suffer with him therefore brethren stand fast stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught whether by word or our epistle known to our lord jesus christ himself and god now to our lord jesus christ himself our god even our father which art loved us and art given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts. Comfort one another with these words. Comfort your hearts and may he establish you in every good work and word. Rest in God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that you have prepared us. You have equipped us. You've given us the word that we as wise virgins should be prepared. Having our lamps trim, and extra oil in our vessels, waiting for the coming of the bridegroom. Father, help us to stand in your word. Help us to cleave to your word. Help us to desire your word and our very food. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we recognize and realize that the, minute that the mystery of iniquity doeth already work, only he who now endure it will endure until he be taken out of the way, the word tells us in Psalm 91 verse 11. Psalm 91 verse 11 says, For ye shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. The mystery of iniquity is already in the world. But God has given his angels charge over us, to keep us, to protect us, until such time as they be taken out of the way. In Revelation chapter 5 verse 2 it says, And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? There will come a time when God, just like he did in the days of Job, will remove the edge of protection from Job. So that Job's trials and persecutions may begin. And none was found worthy except the Lord Jesus Christ to open the book and to loose the seals. And that time is coming. In Revelation chapter 9 verse 14 it says, Saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. So the mystery of iniquity do it already work. Only he who now hinder it, only he who now let it, will let until he be taken out of the way. Verse 15 says, And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour, and a day, and a month, and a year, for to slay the third part of men. We find also in the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 9 verses 1 through 6, we find these words. He cried also in my ears with a loud voice saying, caused them that have charge over the city to draw near every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which lie toward the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen, with a righteous inkhorn by his side. And they went in and stood beside the brazen altar. And the glory of the God of Israel was gone up from the cherub. Whereupon he was, to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the rightest in corn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, And set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst of the earth. Set a mark upon the foreheads of those who cry because of the iniquity, the corruption, the destruction, the degradation, the abominations that are done in the midst of the city. And to the others he said in mine hearing, Go ye after him through the city and smite let not your eyes spear, neither have ye pity. Slay utterly old and young both maids and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark, the mark of the Holy Spirit. And begin at my sanctuary, judgment must begin at the house of God. He said, begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. God bless you today, beloved. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Word tells us that there is one mediator between God and men, and it's the man Christ Jesus, one advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. So I'm going to step away from here so that you may approach your throne of grace and you will find help in the time of trouble. Go to the Lord for yourself. You are a holy nation, you are a royal priesthood, and you have the ministry of reconciliation. God bless you in Jesus' name.